respect our culture. He scared me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't actually um, expecting that from you. I'm just making sure your earpiece is plugged in. Oh, it's plugged in. Mm. Today it's plugged in. I can actually hear what's happening. Mm. And what's happening is uh, we need to cross the border and start smoking down. Oh. Because we can. Well, we're going to Tijuana? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we're going to Canada. Oh, we're going to Windsor. Yeah. What are you, 19? Exactly. Mm. I'm going to... Oh, I like their new flag. That's perfect. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Recreational weed is legal for you. Yay! So we can go there. Uh, I can get totally high mm. on legal weed and then make out with their prime minister. Yes. Or Don Cherry. Oh, Don Cherry. Yeah. I'd like to borrow one of his suits. I think one Justin time. Trudeau should yeah. start dressing like Don Cherry. <laughs> Just I, to I freak think it'll people be out. Phenomenal. Just, I would love if Trudeau makes this big announcement, but he's wearing a. A cherry-esque suit, mm -hmm. but the pattern is just a bunch of pot leaves, like all at like it's, it's top going to, to bottom a weed suit. It's going to happen for Trudeau. So what's going to happen is now all these teenagers are going to cross the border. They're going to go to Bentley's and get high. Just saying. I imagine this is going to happen, but it's I don't know if getting back into the United States is when they're going to be dicks about it. Probably. Oh, your pupils are dilated. Like go, right, exactly. Like going into Canada, they're like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing? Going to Bentley's? All right, go no, in, eh? Go Have ahead. a good time, yeah." And but then coming back into the U.S., I mean, even when I had done nothing wrong, mm. I was always just sweating and nervous when they would ask you questions right. coming back into the U.S. For some reason, I, oddly, I would start having an accent out of nowhere, right. and I would start, "USA!" Like I would try and right. calm myself down, but I was always so nervous. I don't know. I, I think it's just going to open up a whole new world, and there's nothing to be nervous about. Unless you're hitting the paranoid stage. Then right. you have something to be nervous about that really isn't anything to be nervous about. Um, interesting thing, there is a Canadian uh, marijuana grower that is listed on the friggin' NASDAQ. And, uh, yeah, and I, wow. want, I want to invest. I was, they just voted this week to make weed legal in right. Canada. I was listening to some numbers, just the sheer numbers of this whole thing, and it's like, man, if they want to get rid of NAFTA, <laughs> that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah, so they are only the second country in the world and the first in G7, mm. in G7 to uh, actually have legislation that allows you to, not just for medical, mm. but for everybody, right. to smoke that weed. I, uh, I think that they should, you know how, you know, marijuana, different, um, different breeds, different varietals of marijuana yeah. um, have um, different names, you know, kind of like coffees. Uh, I think what <laughs> yes. they should do, since it is Canadian, is name all the Canadian-born weed after defunct hockey teams. <laughs> Ones that have moved down Which into would the be? states. So, Dave, throw out a throw. Out, how about Quebec some Nordiques? Nordiques? Huh? The Nordiques. Yeah. The Quebec let's, Nordiques. Let's, get a, let's go get a bag of Nordiques, eh? <laughs> right? See how well that works. That's so fun. Throw out another one, Dave. Do it. Uh, the Golden Seals. The Gold. Oh. 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 Hey, you know what? You're out of Pineapple Express. Oh, let's get some Golden Seals, eh? See? <laughs> See how well it works? Totally works. I, order, can we start buying those? We need to start buying those trademarks. All right, Let's, get on it. Get some domains, Dave. too. We got it. Domains right. to buy. More yes. domains to buy. go, Daddy. Every day. Oh, that's great news. I think it'll be great for the economy. It, sure. You know? Because, I mean, what did they export before this? Uh, um, Celine Dion. Uh, you know, a film production out of Vancouver and Toronto. Ryan Gosling. Um, hockey. Um, and, uh, and oil sands. <laughs> yeah. 
now. And that's it. Yeah. Gonna go over there and get yeah. some Nordiques. I mean, their economy has not been the same since the bare naked ladies stopped, you know, really, oh, you know, with their peak. They wish they you had know. a million dollars over in Canada. Oh Well done. Now we're talking about smoking down, getting high, and I kind of felt like I was high when I saw the footage that they were showing of Wonder Woman <laughs> filming in her, we think that what she's been doing is filming the scenes in her invisible jet. Unless it's something else. That's they're gonna, the theory. Unless they're going to CGI something else around it. Well, if the jet's invisible, then they no, don't no, need to CGI I, anything. No, no, it's I know. invisible. This is what I never understood about the whole Wonder Woman invisible jet. They did this in the cartoon, too. Right. Your jet's invisible. Right. But, but you're see, not. But we could see you sitting there like, have, what, just, that defeats the entire purpose of sneaking up on somebody because, like, oh, you true, we can't see your large right. aircraft, but why is there a woman flying through the sky? Right, no, and then, like, Aquaman. Why is Wonder Woman and Aquaman just, like, in seated positions? <laughs> so um, uh, this is an opportunity, though, because, you know, the shots that were tweeted out mm -hmm. have her in a harness, and she's, she's doing the <laughs> pretending to drive right. thing. Right. Start photoshopping shit onto this, okay? <laughs> what else is Wonder Woman yeah, riding? She's he driving like a little tykes cozy coupe. <laughs> you know? Well, my uh, niece and nephew would go crazy right. for that. They are obsessed with those right now. Um, but so, and the other thing, too, is that, and there's a little tiny Instagram video um, with these same, with her shooting the same thing. Mm. She's really low to the ground. Right. So. Maybe it's an invisible hovercraft. Okay. I always maybe they updated it and it's a uh, hovercraft, or maybe I, she's just driving the jet. It hasn't actually taken she's off. Taxiing. <laughs> she's, she's taxiing. She's on the top. She has. She she did the push so that the invisible jet would maintain its sterling um, pushback time out right, of the gate. Right. But she's sitting waiting for the freaking <laughs> runway. You know. Yeah, that was the only thing I didn't understand is why they were shooting footage where she mm. was so low to the ground if right. that's supposed to be her invisible jet. The, the, you know, I, I always thought. You know, as a child, I thought, oh, my gosh, this invisible jet thing, great. It's perfect, you know? Yeah. You know, Linda Carter did it when she was Wonder yeah. Woman. You know, the animated Wonder Woman did it when Casey Kasem was the voices of all the other super friends. Yeah. All that stuff. Now, um, I always thought that when they updated it, the invisible would be like, oh, it's it, it's just an, it's a metaphor. It's a really stealthy <laughs> jet. It's really not invisible. Because how do you read all the Is it a glass cockpit? Yeah, it's a glass cockpit. You can see through it. <laughs> I know. I mean, so, I mean, usually you have, even with just uh, Black Panther, I mean, his ship, they had a cloaking device. Right. And so you, it was essentially invisible. Right. And he could sit inside it and no one could see that he was sitting inside it or anybody else who was right. inside his ship. And then it appeared when they wanted it to appear. But right. this whole Wonder Woman thing, I don't know what they're going to do with it. The, here's what they need to do. They need to start out the scene with this going like... Uh, this is your captain, the Wonder Woman uh, speaking. Uh, we'll be cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet. Uh, when I turn off the non-smoking sign, you can move freely about the cabin. Thank you. That's what they need to do. Is that Sexy. Wonder Woman? Yeah. I like it. And it has to be that voice. Not Gal Gadot's voice. That <laughs> voice. You? Yeah, yeah. I can do it. There's two things you need to do. You know, put it out on social media. Um, look at my hat. I need to play Ned's dad in the next Spider-Man movie. That's okay. number one, because he's a Filipino guy. All right. I'm a Filipino guy. It I works. Take it. I like and it. And then Wonder Woman has to have that stereotypical... Pilot voice? ...commercial airline <laughs> voice when the invisible jet is just about to take off or right before they reach cruising altitude. I like just it. Just saying. That needs it. So Joe needs to have a cameo in Wonder Woman 1984, which they're yeah. shooting right I'll now. I'll have my flock of seagulls here, which I did have. And... Hold on a second. Hold on.
Though weather in Gotham City is uh, sunny, 85 degrees, uh, clear skies. Uh, we'll be landing soon, starting at a descent. Thank you. Can I just See? tell you, as a side note, huh. your pilot voice is kind of hot. You I'm like that? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> When I get home, the pants come off and the pilot <laughs> voice comes on, girl. <laughs> oh, so you get that cameo. And then apparently there was a cameo in the biggest movie at the box office right now mm. that... I didn't know had happened, and that was... That's because you didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie, but you would think that we would hear about it beforehand. Usher was in the movie. Wait, was it Usher or Ursher? It was, I'm sure it was Ursher. Um, here's the funny part. When this scene happened in the movie, yeah. I was like, there's something really familiar about that guy. Okay. Um, you know, I didn't see him in context, so um, he wasn't uh, with anybody going, Usher. Um, and he wasn't, you know, at a Cavs game. Sure. Um, so it was weird. But when I heard the voice and I saw his mannerisms, I was like, is that supposed to be somebody? That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Well, because um, in Black Panther that we were just talking about, Trevor Noah, his voice was the mm-hmm. voice of um, the computer-generated plane that somebody right. has to fly. The invisible jet the in Black Panther. The invisible jet! Um, so it was super cool, and I didn't notice it at all when I was watching the movie that that was Trevor Noah's voice. It didn't trigger mm. anything for me. Well, that's when it's the best, right? When it doesn't when take you out of the film. Sure, right? yeah. Um, but a lot of people had no... Because they saw his name maybe at the end of the movie, and they're mm. like, wait, what part was... How did I... And then, right. <laughs> and then we finally figured out what it was. And then this one, I guess uh, Usher tweeted about it with a little picture of his character. He's the driver of a limo? Mm-hmm. There he is. Yeah. Which it looks like older than Usher is in real life. So it it looks actually that... like an older Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> yes. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be. Let's be. Let's just keep it real, right? So yeah, it's at the towards the beginning of the movie, and it's mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible and Frozone, and they're going to the. Are you? What year is it? It's Elastigirl. Mrs. Incredible doesn't need to have his last name. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. It was Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible. Is mm-hmm. that right? Well, and should Frozone? it be Elastigirl woman? This is a, this is just a slip. I, me, hashtag me too. Time's up. I don't know. Yeah. What are we doing? Or Alaska GRL. Take the I oh. out of it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they were taking a car to go meet a family, and then Usher's character, driver guy, comes out and says to Frozone, he's his biggest fan. Right. Which I guess is a callback to the first movie. Yeah, well, Syndrome says that. Yes, he says that, and that's what turns him into. He gets so angry because he was, you know, kind of I, I ignored love, and treated poorly. I would love to see this be part of an origin story. That Usher's character becomes a Like superhero? an evil spandex dude. All right. Yeah, but you know, there's another scene that this calls back to, and in one of the Ghostbusters movies, the Ghostbusters are getting into a limo, and the limo driver is Bobby Brown. Not Millie Bobby Brown, because she wasn't born yet. True. Uh, Bobby Brown from New Edition. Is in Ghostbusters? Yeah. No. He, he is a limo driver. Either they're getting into or getting out of a limo. And that's why, you know the Bobby Brown song? And I, you know, all on our own. Don't make me sing. No, do it again, because I don't know no. what just happened. We'll do it in the break. I'll show you. Because <laughs> what you just did didn't know. No! There's a, there is a Bobby. Why am, everybody's looking at me like I have Do you know what he's singing? No. There was no. a Bobby Brown song that was on a Ghostbusters soundtrack. Oh, now, you, now you're going to make me Google it. Okay. I, oh. 
Oh, it's yeah. on. Oh, it's on. Oh, my goodness. Joe is going to. I'm sure when you play it, I'll know what the hell you're talking about. But this, so far, oh. this description has oh not helped me at, is, at all. Let's just, we'll move and we'll All right, we'll go to we'll the next thing. this later. Um, we can all blame Solo for brewing. We can't have nice things. No. Solo. Thanks a lot, Solo, because you sucked. And you didn't get the numbers that you were supposed to get. Mm -hmm. It looks like we're not going to get an Obi-Wan Kenobi solo movie. No. And we're not going to get a solo project movie for Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Alden Ehrenreich. Mm -hmm. And your non-Harrison Fordness. No, I thought he was okay. Don't blame him oh, for I'm it. Oh, I'm blaming him. I'm sure he's a lovely fellow. And, and maybe even if they'd put somebody else in the role, it wouldn't have fixed things for that movie. But I'm blaming mm -hmm. him. And because and he actually signed on for three movies, and they have suspended the next two solo solos, so there are not going to be two more solo oh. movies coming out. Well, then, it wouldn't it wouldn't be solo anymore. It'd be trio, right? right? And uh, and yeah, and there was there was talk of there being a Boba Fett and an Obi Wan Kenobi project for each of them, and that is not going to happen. I mean, we still have about. 800 more Star Wars-esque movies to you come what, out. We're going to be fine, but... I think that there's just Star Wars fatigue going on. It's and possible. I, I think there was a lot at the same time when we were accustomed to having it. And it just seems like... I mean, it, it wasn't like one right after the other, but they were pretty close together mm -hmm. as, as far as Star Wars movies were concerned. And, and maybe, we're, you know, kind of, kind of like that python that swallowed that Indonesian woman. We just had to crawl back into the jungle and let it digest <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. But Ew. instead, some biologist cut us open to see what was in there, and we didn't like it. That's what happened? That's what happened. Okay. okay. I don't know. It's a theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good theory. Uh, James Corden's show has been filming in London this week, and I don't know why she happened to be there, but Cher was mm. there, and she showed up for the show because she's promoting Mamma Mia 2, the second one. Right. And he had her play Fill Your Guts or Spill Your Guts with him, where you either answer a difficult mm. question or you have to eat something disgusting. And so he had asked her... I didn't realize she had said this, but she um, had dated Tom Cruise at one point in her I life. I had no idea. And she said that he was one of the five best lovers she's ever had in, a, in her life. Did he need lifts? Probably. Because every time he has a taller female partner, he's got to wear lifts. Or like the little steps that you use for dogs, like little dogs <laughs> little to get into a bed. Yeah, to get onto her bed. <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh my. Let me give you did, a... Did she carry boost. him around in her purse and he'd pop his head out yes. at Starbucks? Or she would carry him in like a little Bjorn. Yeah. Oh, Tom. Mm. <laughs> so she said he was one of the top five lovers she's ever had. So James Corden asked Cher, uh, who are the other four? Oh. And she could either answer that question or eat a dried caterpillar. And she chose caterpillar on that one. Huh. Which was disgusting. Really? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't Sonny be on that? Don't you think Sonny Bono would be on that? I would hope for his sake he would make the list since they were married for a while. And that would yeah. suck if you would say, no, the person I was married to for a long time would not make my top five. Right. That's well, terrible. But you know what? Here's the thing. Her, her ability uh, in a tabloid world to practice non-disclosure that well, I think is very admirable. Sure. Because, you know, these days you really need to be careful who you share your bed with. Oh! <laughs> proud of you. Oh, I had to sneak that in. So when they got done with the game, she did 
share a story really? about a very scary moment that she had with her Mamma Mia co-star Meryl Streep. They're friends in real life. And way back in the day, they both had to help save a lady. But is this true? You and Meryl, you've been friends for a very long time. Yes. You once saved someone's life yes. in New York. Yes. What happened? Meryl was, she just had Mamie and we were downtown at her apartment and she said, I want some ice cream. And I said, okay. And I said, but is it dangerous down here? She said, no, no, it's Little Italy on one side and Chinatown on the other side and we'll be safe as two peas in a pod. And so we walk out and the first thing we see some guy hitting cars with a brick. And then we walk down the street and we hear screaming. And we come around the corner and this gigantic man is ripping the clothes off of this girl. And Meryl starts screaming and I start screaming and we run towards this gigantic man and he turns and starts running towards us. Oh my God. And just out of, I don't know, we split. And he ran through us and then we went up to the girl and all of her clothes were torn and she was clutching her bag. And, and so we're putting her together, kind of trying to get her to look a little bit, you know, like she hasn't just been ravished. And she looks at us and she goes, oh my God, I was saved by Meryl Streep and Cher. I'm an actress and I work in a cafe where we sing and all my friends are gonna be so jealous. Which would be the response if you I always knew Cher was a hero. Yes. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Because <laughs> by the time she got to the climax of the story, I was like, macho grande. What? <laughs> what? what? What's going on? Yeah, she's um, 71, I think. And she's held together by we're not sure what at this point. Yeah, it looks like she turned back time. <laughs> we're just, we just on fire with horribleness oh, today. Oh, my goodness. Just terrible. So here's what's going to happen. During the break, Joe is going to find the Bobby Brown Ghostbusters song that I already he was found talking it. about. Okay, well, when we get back, ooh, when we get back, he's going to play the song so we can all Oh, know. I am. No, I'm going to have to hold my... That's fine. Can we have them added to the system? I kind of think I would like it if you lean in. That'd be nice. Oh, you're trying to see the cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag me too. We're going to see Joe's cleavage. We're going to hear the song. And we're going to tell you how you can save tons of money if you want to go see more movies at the box office mm -hmm. when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys. It's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. 
Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh, wow. Joe, Joe found what he wanted to find. I did. And he's not crazy. And I know exactly what he's talking about now. Not it, because he was singing it before, but because he actually found it on his computer. My goodness. Here. Well, All right, here we go. So this is on. the Bobby Brown Ghostbusters song. I'll have to put the... And now, of course, it's buffering. <laughs> it's like the new Jack Swing Ghostbusters yeah, I song. Know it is. Hold on, see? So there. Oh, we got a show is, to do. I know. My Is goodness. It, remember that. Use it as a bumper song <laughs> at some point because it's fantastic and it yes. makes you laugh. No, I would agree. So, yeah, so Joe's not crazy. Now, there is a, a business that did something that may have been considered a little crazy, but they just oh. don't give a damn. Hours of entertainment. It's their prerogative, yes. as Bobby Brown would say. <laughs> they can do what they want to do. They were just like double middle finger to all my friends because we are shutting this business down. Right. And anybody who's ever written a complaint about our business now we're going to answer your complaints and right. basically call you all a-holes, literally. So if you want to go down a rabbit hole, go on Facebook and mm -hmm. look up a business in Florida called the Dome Grill. Yes. The Dome Grill apparently has been around forever, and it's mostly tourists that eat there because the locals hate it. Because the locals know that they had so many health code violations right. in that place. It should have been shut down a long time ago. But yeah, they've been in business for 27 years in, um, in Florida, in St. Petersburg. And so after they shut the business down and sold it and they are going off to move to live in paradise, I don't mm. know, they answered different people that had complained, for instance, to a woman who had said she was glad to see the demise of the... Uh, Poop-stained, rotten garbage dispensary. He said, yeah, if you knew how to wipe, there wouldn't be any stains. We're glad never to see your kind again either. The feeling is mutual. That's one. Wow. Your and kind. I don't know if he means the poop-stained oh. kind or, you know, I'm not sure exactly. And I will slightly edit because there are some things we just can't yeah. say. But he said, um, so just know that it's all the words. <laughs> you mm -hmm. can imagine it. To a man who said that after all the restaurant's health code violations, uh, the closure was overdue. And so the restaurant, the Dome, answered, thanks for being one of our poopiest customers. Glad we'll never deal with a-holes like you again. And we're doing just fine. Thank you very <laughs> much. Um, let's see. To a man who said that his eggs and bacon were cold when he got them, the Dome now answered back to this complainer, cold is your attitude, so happy we never have to deal with people like you again. Cool story, bro. Now shove it where the sun don't shine. Uh, let's see. To a man who complained about the poopy owners and the poopy atmosphere, the restaurant answered, don't forget about the very poopy customer. Mm. 
just S words all over the place. Um, let's see. To a woman who said that she'd been given sour cream with her coffee, they answered, nice try, suckers. We win, LOL. We sold the building and are off to a great life with nothing but happy people and real personalities, and we will not miss people like you at all. No, so. I think, you know what? I think karma will follow these people. People like the that. The restaurant? Well, you know, people that are like that, they tend to kind of... It catches up with them. Because it's kind of, but haven't you ever been in that position where I, I for sure have felt like this restaurant has felt, mm. where you are dealing with customers and the customer is always right, right, and they are just obnoxious or over complaining or being complete weasels, and you just have to bite your tongue and yep. you, yes, sir, no, sir, ma'am, I will totally do what I need to do to right. help you out or whatever. And you would love to just blaze of glory that crap and be like, you're a total a-hole and I don't care what you need. Right. Well, here's the way I see it. And I, and I respectfully agree to disagree with you because, I, you know, we both worked in food service. Yes. And, you know, you do get treated that way. But I think for the majority of even slightly better than mediocre or even higher than that restaurants mm -hmm. every now and then they have a bad day they get a, uh, a bad review sure. they, they roll with it and they move on but the pattern of bad reviews and what people complain about is so consistently bad with this it can't possibly be like trolling you know, like, oh, we, we had a rehearsal dinner there. We had a bad experience. So all 20 members of my bridal party are going to post a bad review. I think it's a little bit more than that. And the way this guy fires back, that's another pattern. So, uh. I don't know. I mean, we've definitely, we both worked in, in radio and just had people say the most <laughs> yeah. horrific things to us. Right. And I would love to have been able to answer back in kind. And you right. can't because you would like to keep your job. Yeah, you have to smile and nod your head. I mean, people, you know, just anybody that kind of works in this line of work, you know, I don't care if you're a news anchor and you're the nicest person in the world mm -hmm. or you're an op-ed writer and people don't agree with you or you're on the radio every morning mm -hmm. at one point or another during your career and more than one point during your career, somebody will come up to you and say something like, well, I disagree with what you said and I hate you and I hope you lose your job and I hope you get the runs and blah 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 and you're just like oh wow well let me find you at your job as a cargo elevator operator and i'll i'll troll you for a little bit you push that button wrong i disagree with it go get fired it's like, come on no and they do take it to the the next they level do. where they will they will wish harm on your family right. sometimes and yeah, yeah it's uh it's real cute so i sort of i i understand the spirit of this restaurant but you're right in that if they got that many complaints it's right. also on them for having uh -huh. um, terrible food and crappy yeah. service but i just enjoy that somebody finally did what i would love to be able to do <laughs> no i and, and like i said i totally see your point and i and i kind of maybe feel that way sometimes too. yes I would love to um, get Movie Pass. I still have not done it. I don't know what is taking me so damn long. I have so many friends who have Movie Pass. You and I are both people who love right. movies. You like to go in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Um, I like to go early on like a Saturday or a Sunday morning so uh -huh. there's nobody in the theater and I can just spread out and have all the seats to mm -hmm. myself. And... Do you pull up the armrests if, um, if you can? No, because I like to lean. Oh, but like the gangsta lean? <laughs> yes, it's the movie gangsta lean. Do you, do you do this? Like, so you have a I do invisible steering wheel, like yes. Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> My invisible movie seat jet. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm surprised, actually, you don't have that. Do you? Do you have movie? An pets? invisible jet? Well, no. that too. Um, no, we were actually going to join Movie Pass, but then we started reading the reviews about. 
you know, people would ha run their cards and they'd get charged. But for whatever reason, they couldn't use it for like a month or something. Oh. So we we're like, oh, no, we're not going to do this. But I think this is a, a more viable Worthwhile. option. Worthwhile? Yes. Because when I go to see movies, it usually because of what's closest to me, ends up being an AMC movie theater. Mm -hmm. And so AMC, I'm sure, is sick of people coming to their right. theater with their movie passes and, you know, not paying the big prices that they would love for them to yeah. pay. Yeah, and you know what? And here's the thing. Any company that can pull off the gremlin and show quality family entertainment <laughs> at the same time. Oh, wait, that AMC. Oh, oh not damn. that AMC. Well, you know, I, I do love the Gremlin and the Pacer. Fantastic vehicles. But we're talking about AMC theaters. We're talking about AMC theaters. Mm -hmm. They have launched their own discount movie ticket program, um, AMC Stubbs A-List, where members can see up to three regular movies a week. Mm -hmm. And that's 3D, that's IMAX, that's anything. I love it. All up and down the board. I, I can't imagine a time when I've seen more than three movies in a right. week. So over the course of the month, that's a lot of movies. I'd, I'd watch Avengers like three <laughs> times in a row in all the different formats. Yeah, no, but you can. And that's the thing, uh -huh. too, is that with this new AMC thing, um, you if, if what you want to see is the same movie over and over again, you can. But I think they said there has to be like two hours in between or something. Right. And um, if you want to see all of your movies allotment of the week in one day, you can do that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, 20 bucks a month for three movies a week, mm -hmm. that's a pretty good deal. And they're really going to do well with this because I know when I go to the movies, and especially if it's a long one, instead of getting like the small popcorn so I can refill it a couple of times, <laughs> I'll get the big one so I don't have to leave the theater. Right. So I do spend money on the concessions, which is really how they make their money. So I think this is a win-win It will also everyone. get you a discount on popcorn, too. Oh! Hello! And Joe's back! I think I'm joining that. <laughs> and I think what you'll see happening is I think you will see other um, movie theater chains yeah. probably follow suit. And I think you'll have a fair amount of competition in Because I'm sure they're tired, again, like I said, of people coming in with their movie passes and they begrudgingly have to take it and swipe it and like, all right, fine. Right. And so, yeah, I'm actually surprised that it took them this long to catch on. Because what I had kept hearing about movie passes that it might possibly go away, mm -hmm. that like the business model wasn't sustainable right. and that it was going to run out of money, and I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's really smart for the theaters I to love have their own. But there was another business that was trying to promote themselves that was possibly doing it in the wrong mm -hmm. way, and that was Burger King. <sighs> they apologized for a campaign that would reward Russian women who were able to get impregnated by a World Cup player. <laughs> they, their, the Russian division of Burger King <laughs> had to post an apology on Tuesday announcing that they pulled the campaign. The original post offered women a lifetime supply of Whoppers mm. as well as 3 million Russian rubles, which is $47,000. That's nothing right. to sneeze at. If they become impregnated by a soccer star, and it said, for these girls, it will be possible to get the best football genes and will lay down the right. success of the Russian national team on several generations ahead. I, Forward, we believe in you. You know what? It, on one hand, this is movie quality evil genius going on, right? There's the big evil corporation who wants to genetically enhance Russia's 
future soccer players yes. by getting women knocked up by the world's soccer elite. So they train a bunch of red sparrows and right. they send them in there and they're like, you need to seduce yes. soccer players, but only the best soccer players. Right. And you will only get paid if you have a legit, amazing soccer baby. Right. The, the or, or football. Football. The, the only thing that's missing is the conference room meeting at the Kremlin going, <laughs> you have choice. You can either be assassin or you can get knocked up by soccer player. I mean, come I'll on! I'll choose the knocked up. Knocked up? Cool. Because here's the thing. If it, if, if it doesn't work out, you can at least go on a daytime talk show in Russia, do the paternity test, mm. figure out who your soccer baby daddy is. Sure. And get some money? I don't know. Yes. What if you're not a Whopper person? Maybe you could, like, you know, go to Taco Bell. Who knew? When we get back on Pop That Culture, there was a couple that joined the Mile High Club in a very unique way, possibly scarring for a number of people, and we'll explain when we're back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Sexy, sexy story. Right. Next. But yeah. there is another World Cup story. This one was kind of cute. There was a boyfriend mm. who was going to miss um, England playing Tunisia. Of and course. So he asked his girlfriend to watch the game and give him mm. updates on the game. Yeah. And she did. And then she, I, well, I can't remember if he posted it or she posted it. Her text to him then went viral for the way that she <laughs> described the game to him. This is seriously awesome. 
the way she does this. He gets basically a play by effing play of the game. She said, and a yellow card for the England player. The player with the yellow card looks sheepish. Sheepish! She made sheepish go in there somehow. She we're 34 minutes in, and everyone's hair is still holding up well, which that's true. They do yeah. have excellent hair. Yeah. Uh, Tunisia score, free kick for England. This time, an English man received a light tap and fell down violently. Oh. Well, that explains all Accusing soccer Accusing England of diving. <laughs> oh, I'm so hurt. I didn't know Sidney Crosby played soccer. <laughs> it's amazing. There was a huge missed opportunity there for England. A Tunisian man is on the floor. Looks like he got hit in the hair. Nobody wants to get hit in no. the hair. The referee is uninterested. The man <laughs> with the uninjured hair is not pleased. And it just, it goes off it's from seriously. there. And so people loved the way she described the game so much. They wanted her to um, do more she and should, continue. She should call games. I'm dead serious. I would, it would make soccer more interesting for right. me. <laughs> so, I, if she, they mystery science uh, theater soccer games, I would watch more soccer. Really? Yeah. If someone's just ragging on things that are happening the whole time. You know what? I Here's the thing. I, I get football. Football. I just, I, there's just no room for it on the agenda because I have to keep track of other things. So it just, you know, it's like football and Game of Thrones, okay? I'll get to it at some point. It's yeah, there. It's good stuff. <laughs> I'll get to it. You know, just I'll binge watch it. Who knows? But it's just really funny because just when I start thinking, well, maybe I don't have room for football, somebody tweets out, like, oh, my God, look at this. This guy was kicking the ball and his junk fell out. And it's like... <laughs> I should have been watching. Oh, man. Oh, I missed the junk shot. <laughs> Son of a... Err. Uh, there were a couple that did not miss the junk shot. Oh, because right. there was sex in full view of everyone on a plane. Well, you have to... I mean, the bathrooms are small. Like, every time I use an airplane bathroom, I think to myself, how do people join the Mile High Club in here? Good question. You have to be skinny or flexible. Or one person in the toilet. Double jointed. I, yeah. I would imagine that's, that's how it has to be, right? Right. If someone's sitting. I guess so. <laughs> I was I'm asking a, you like I think you're a person who knows, which maybe he does. Here was the thing. There was a flight that I was on very, very recently, and a couple rows back, there was this couple that I kept in. They were in that, like, googly, couldn't right. keep their hands off of each other thing. Then they started drinking when the beverage for service started. Did they make use of that airline blanket to they, cover up what no, was happening? No, they the the female got up, went to the restroom, mm -hmm. and she, the <laughs> guy had this look on his face, like I mean, and then he got up and went, and then I happened to notice only one door closed. So uh, they huh? and then they and then he stayed in there for a while, like a long while, because maybe he really had to go afterwards. Ooh, sure, yeah. And she came down and sat down. And when I looked at her, we made eye contact, and she had that, like, hee-hee-hee look <laughs> on her face. And I'm just like, and everybody around me is asleep. And I wanted to, like, Michelle, Michelle. They just they, did they, it. Come on, just do it, man. <laughs> Nothing's more romantic than a tiny bathroom that smells like a like, whole flight's worth of poop. It, it smells like RV antifreeze yes. and somebody else's yeah. odors. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. Sexy. So, uh, yeah, I can see how maybe this is why this couple decided to do it this way. There was a flight from Florida to Mexico. It looked mm. like it was a pretty small plane. Right. And there was a couple that was like, ah, we're not getting yeah. up to try and go to the bathroom. We're just going to, yeah. they were fully in the back. And they're like, we're just going to have sex right here. You know, honey, we, we can't leave the seats because we're going to have to fill out that yellow card for the customs yeah. declaration. So we should stay here because, you know, we never have the pens. We got to be there when they pass out the pens. That's true. Not the cards, the pens. And then at the same time, Wonder Woman, who's flying the plane, <laughs> says, uh, 
everybody that's uh, ready to join the Mile High Club, I've turned off the no fucking sign, and uh, you're ready to go ahead and uh, hop to it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> By the way, the weather in Mexico City is uh, balmy, 79 degrees. Thank you. Have a great flight. Yes. Uh, if you could see the picture of the woman in white is... Um she has hopped on over to her gentleman. White's the wrong so color, by the way. The tops of these two heads are some parents who made a questionable move, I would say, on my part. Not that they were laughing and giggling and took out their phone and made sure that it could film what was happening uh -huh. behind them. Yeah. But then they took said video and sent it to their adult daughter? If my parents <sighs> ever... Send me a video of a couple doing it from a flight that they were on. I can't, I, no. No, it's not them doing it. It's somebody else doing I it. I, think, I don't want my parents to send me no, a sex video. If, I don't if care. You're, if you're comfortable enough with your parents to recognize that we're all human beings that have sure. needs, then, then more power to you. I mean, I send my Wait. dad porno videos all the time. No, you don't. No, I don't. You I, don't. I totally wouldn't do, do it. You do not. And if yeah. your dad sent you this video, you would be like, what, what is going on? Dad, here's what you do. Forward it to the person that's a complete stranger sitting next to you and then pass it off like they filmed it and then have them send it to me. There you go. It's, you know. Well, there is, I mean, so the, the we've got the still shot because we cannot show mm -hmm. you the video because it is what you think it is and you hear all the noises and it's there. Right. Um, but the couple that was filming it then panned the cameras to the front of the plane. Everybody else completely unconcerned. Uh -huh. Like, they just yeah. don't even know what's happening at the back of the right. plane. And this poor couple's like, but the, what the, that's yeah. a. And so they actually, the airline has now been made aware. And they are trying to verify the authenticity of the video and which flight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if this actually happened and apologize. It, it, you know, I think it happened. So at that point, the captain says, uh, we've begun our descent. And apparently a couple in the back of the plane has two. Uh, <laughs> So let's get our seat backs back on and stow your oh, tray tables. And, yes, let's get both your tray tables and the couple in their full and upright positions <laughs> yes. and uh, continue with our flight. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, now, there is a couple that I could definitely see trying to pull this off, and that would be couple du jour. Everybody's talking about them. Pete Davidson from SNL and Ariana Grande. The brand-new yeah. fiancés uh, went apartment shopping. And because she has an obscene amount of money, I'm sure he's not making yeah. that much with SNL. Not until he gets his first SNL film. Right. right. Yes. They have got an apartment in a luxury building in New York City where there are other celebrities like Sting and his wife Trudy, I think, just bought an apartment oh. in this building. and. It's super crazy. So it has its own juice bar. Mm. It has this huge indoor pool with a giant skylight above mm. it. And it has its own IMAX theater. What? Yes. So it's like that all-in-one computer has a movie theater in it? Yeah. Oh, IMAX. Oh. Not IMAX. No, not IMAX. Because you know, if it didn't work, you'd have to take the whole thing to the Genius Bar. And like a whole theater would be tough to get into the Apple Store. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. So this building has a wellness level with a private spa suite, a steam room, sauna, hot tub, plunge pool. and What's a plunge pool? I Is think that a pool for sex? Well, kind of, because you're not really going to be doing laps in a right. plunge pool. That's like, it's a really tiny. Uh-huh. 
But you have a pool pool that you can use, the big one, the 75-foot one. A pool one. pool? Pool pool. Is that what they had in Caddyshack with <laughs> Bill Murray? And, okay, go on. Yes. Anyway, it's the most luxurious building in New York. Mm. Nobody else has all of the amenities that these two are going to have when they move in there. And I'm sure his face is like that all the time where he's right. like, how did I <laughs> luck into what I've got going on here? But yeah, they have a huge entertaining space mm. and a secured parking portal, which is like an automated valet. But the thing that wow. I think is the coolest is the IMAX, the 12-seat IMAX I, I'll tell you, you know what? When I lived in New York, I would have killed just to have an elevator in my building. <laughs> you did have and a walk-up. I, I would lived in a walk-up. Yep. <laughs> and as charming as they are, yeah. when you're hammered. <laughs> my favorite was, <laughs> so I only went to visit him in New York one time. And walking up those stairs, when you're not even carrying anything, mm. I can't imagine moving in, or if you have groceries, right. what a giant pain in the ass. But walking up your stairs was a lot. But my favorite is, as I'm going up the stairs in the level below you, someone had a bumper sticker on their front door <laughs> yes. that said, uh, Jesus is el Señor. Which means Jesus, Jesus is, the, is man the man in Spanish. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So, but actually, you're, it was a... It was a nice apartment yeah. for, you know. Yeah, the inside, you know, it, the outside looked like a typical New York tenement. The inside looked like a Banana Republic. It did, yeah. Or a Pottery Barn or something. Yeah, it was A nice. Pottery Republic. A Pottery. A Banana Barn. <laughs> banana Barn Gap. Exactly. It looked like the mall. <laughs> uh, musician Akon has taken inspiration mm. from Black Panther, and he wants to build a real-life Wakanda-based city mm. based around his cryptocurrency, A-Coin. Because when you're named Akon, it's, it's not a, a very far oh, yeah. walk to name your cryptocurrency right. A-Coin. And the business plan says Akon Crypto City plans on kryptonizing our daily human and business exchanges. Oh, amazing. Akon forever. Yay! Whenever they, I hear crypto, though, I always think of uh, crypto night. Right. It's like, whole man, crypto why, why does Superman hate this money? Yeah, he I really can't it. move in there. so weird. What's going on? Yeah, he wants to build the city in Senegal and then launch the cryptocurrency as a central form of um, exchange in that city. Wow. And, yeah, it's like a whole thing because... He says blockchain technology and cryptocurrency could be the savior for Africa mm -hmm. because of its high security factor and it allows people to utilize, utilize it in ways where they can advance themselves and not allow the government to do those things that are keeping them down. Right. And that's, you know, a lot of people say that that is the benefit of blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, which uh, I'll be doing a dissertation at University of Detroit this <laughs> afternoon at 2 p.m. Exactly. Now, some people who maybe they need to start getting into cryptocurrency and making that cash right? are millennials, again with the millennials, because there was a brand new survey that said that at least half of them are still paying for their monthly expenses mm -hmm. with money from their parents. Thanks, Mike Rotondo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More than half of 20-somethings are uh, having financial assistance from a parent, a guardian, a family member, and they're using it for things like groceries and rent. Mm. And they said even if they, they sort of adjusted for um, money today, that uh, what our parents were paying in rent when they were that age was like would be like five hundred dollars now, mm -hmm. and what a lot of people are paying in rent now is like a thousand dollars, right? Twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, whatever. Right. And plus, you need Alexa. You got to pay for Alexa. Who's going to pay for Alexa? Who? 
tell Mom and Joe. Dad are paying for Alexa. Yeah, they are. I can't be bothered to go yeah. pick up my phone and look things up. Dad, Alexa. All my apps have ads in them. What am I going to do about this? Can you send me some money? This is bull, Dad. I can't yeah. believe it. Can you like, just Venmo me today? Just Venmo me, please. <laughs> Another child who thought that they were going to be able to live off their parents for a long time was Lisa Marie Presley, daughter and of Elvis th Presley. This is mind-boggling to me. Yes. So she was supposed to be able to live off of her share of his $100 million, million. $100 million estate right. for her life. So she had a business manager or a manager uh, for money, as you would, because it's a lot. And he totally screwed her over it's and now terrible. she has like fourteen thousand left yeah you this is really sad when i hear about this type of thing i mean honestly number one whoever is going to hire a business manager when you hear stuff like this i wouldn't trust anybody would you no not at all i mean honestly all you have to do if you have a hundred million dollars go to h&r block and go hey put this in moderate risk mutual fund i'll just live off the interest Something. Yeah. But this guy was making investments in the company, the American Idol Holding Company. And when then that shut down mm. on Fox, I know it's back on yeah. ABC, but when that shut down, that took a lot of her money away from yeah. it. But he just Dog, that's kind of pitchy. Don't do that. Invested in a whole bunch of other crappy things. She had a hundred million dollars and it is yeah. essentially could, gone. You could have bought Apple. Buy Bitcoin. Dude, you invested in Simon Cowell. Ugh. Now, when we get back on Pop That Culture, we have a very important survey that's gone around this office, mm. and we will find out who the winner is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. 
Willie sits around in his underwear Biting on a bullet Pulling out all of his hair Is this a song about you? Sitting yes. around in your underwear? <laughs> Anytime you can uh, slip a little Willie into the show. Oh, Willie Nelson. Boy. Willie Nelson. World. Yes, yes. Uh, at the minute I got here today, I was presented with a choice. Right. And it was a very important Sophie's choice. Um, yes, Jake wanted to know if I found Chris or Liam's Hem Hemsworth hotter. Mm -hmm. And this was a survey that went all around the office because mm -hmm. apparently uh, his lady friend, Jake's lady friend, <laughs> um, thinks that Liam Hemsworth is hotter, I believe. Right. And so he just decided to ask everybody their opinion on yeah. the Hemsworth brothers. This is important breaking news. Which of the, both of them are very attractive men, but who could right. possibly be hotter? Well, you know, there's a couple of things to take into consideration. Uh, first of all, um, in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, mm -hmm. um, Chris, very, you know, squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, in Avengers Infinity War, yeah. he looks kind of smelly. I think you're thinking of the wrong Chris. No, no, no. I, no, no. Follow me on this one. Okay, you go. Okay. Now, in Star Trek, uh -huh. he looks not smelly. True. So there's this thing. So if you can walk both lines, then... Of the smelly, not smelly Yeah, line? if you can be both, because some, some women are into the smelly. Okay. Most guys are not into the smelly. Right. Like, a lot of women I know... Okay, Norman Reedus, for example... Totally looks smelly. Totally looks smelly, but women love him. But he looks a little too stinky for me. I, you I'm you not think? Gonna, yeah. So yeah. you know, you got to. You take know, you're talking about Thor, right? Yes, okay, I know. I'm talking right. about Thor. I'm just checking. I know who I'm talking about. He looks smelly. No, I'm. I'm sorry. In Ragnarok, he looks smelly. Okay. In Ragnarok, he looks smelly. Yes. So that's the thing. But here's the thing. This is the one thing that trumps them all. Chris looks like a man. Liam looks like a boy. Oh, and that, and you that's, like, you like your men looking like men. That's how you like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not in a, in a heterosexual way? Exactly. Because you don't want to be a man hanging out with a boy like, hey, you want to play 18 holes today? And it's like, you can't ask a boy to play 18 holes in golf. You look like that weird, creepy guy on the golf course. <laughs> so, yes, in a, in a very scientific small poll around the office, we had Jake, Mike, Kelsey, David, Andy, Caleb, Sarah, Joe, Ian, and Drew all voting for Chris Hemsworth. Who That's did Paul vote for? Oh, we didn't get Paul's vote. Maybe he would be with Alyssa, who's the only one who voted for Liam Hemsworth. But yes, science! We've now I, determined officially who of the Hemsworth I, boys is hotter. It's very important. It's very scientific. It was, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, here's the other thing where Chris wins out. Uh, they made him funnier as his character evolved in if the MCU. If you're hot and funny, yes. lethal combination. They, they really did. I mean, yes. and I think, you know, Ragnarok was the, you know, his dialogue in Ragnarok, although he did look smelly. He looked smelly to me in Ragnarok. He, he did, yes, he was working hard. He was, you know, he was fighting he, for he his did, life. You know what, and he did kind of look smelly, you know, like when he was trying to get his axe, you know, his axe body spray in Infinity War. <laughs> yes. He, uh, he did look smelly in that, too. Mm-hmm. But in Ragnarok, you're right. You are correct. Yeah. It looks like he had a little stink in the pits. Um, this next guy that we were going to reveal to you also probably had some stink in the pits. But he also made the worst tattoo choice ever. If we showed you a picture of 
this man, what are the chances do you think that he would be charged with illegally possessing a firearm? Pretty, pretty good. Awesome. I mean, this is a guy in <laughs> South Carolina who has been banned from possessing firearms because of his criminal record. Mm. And then he was arrested over the weekend and charged with a weapons possession. And not just right. this thing, but an actual right. gun. Well, he should have turned the, the pistol upside down so it looked like an <laughs> L. I'm just saying. And by the way... Who puts this on his forehead? This guy! Everybody knows they go on your biceps. Do you know, one of our co-workers has, he has firearms on his biceps. He has really? a gun show. Who? He's got a gun show going. Who has the literal gun show? The guy that follows us. Let's uh, talk about this for a little bit. Uh, oh, should we? So, you know, one time <laughs> he was walking around the office, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. And a lot of people that are big Craig Folly fans don't know that he walks around the office and he's constantly flexing. <laughs> and so he was walking around the other day flexing. Yeah. And he walked into the break room. Uh -huh. And we were all sitting around talking about our, our guy's book club. Sure. And he walks in and he goes, hey, guys, who's ready for the Chris Folly gun show? He goes, who's Chris? Did I say Chris? <laughs> I totally ruined it. I'm still talking about... I'm still talking about hot Chris. Oh, you're... So, no, no. So he walks in and he goes, who's ready for the Craig Folly gun show? And he goes, I've upgraded them to semi-automatic. And he rolls up his sleeves and he does this thing where he's flexing his muscles so it looks like they're shooting. That's where the joke was going. I, I screwed up the setup. <laughs> oh, it's, it's because I'm hungry. I, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> we need to go eat. So we're going to leave you in the capable hands of Craig Folly. Sorry, Craig. And we'll come back on Friday. He's, he's just not having a good weekend no, or week with me. No, he's not like <laughs> us. We'll see you later. Bye. Greetings, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show.